Hello and thank you for tuning into Sideline Story, your destination for sports news analysis and discussions. I am your host Brandon Yates and as always I'm joined by my two fantastic co-hosts Yang Guang and Fuyu and today we will be talking about the Formula One season. I think there's plenty to look forward to I guess for us being based in China. Um, the upcoming Shanghai Grand Prix is probably going to be the highlight for us as well as just analyzing the hopefully improved performances of Joe Guan Yu. Not saying that he hasn't been particularly good in his first two seasons, but um, I think there is definitely some some room for growth and improvement. But Max Verstappen, I don't think it's actually possible for him and um, Team Red Bull to get any better. Last year, they had their most dominant season ever. Um, Max Verstappen, for me, throughout that entire season, just didn't look like he had any real competition. But Yang Guang, will it be another dominating season for Max Verstappen and Red Bull? Do you think that we're just going to see a repeat of last season? And do you think Verstappen and Red Bull could actually get even better? I think it's uh, highly likely another dominant season by Verstappen and uh, Red Bull. Uh, it's a combination of the best car and the best driver. Mm. I don't see other teams um, posing a threat, though I really <laughs> hope to see one or two teams stepping up, you know, challenging yeah. their domination. Otherwise, it's just going to be like Schumacher and Ferrari back in the day where, you know, as mm. soon as you'll, you'll turn on the race halfway just to make sure nothing bad has happened. And you're like, oh, Ferrari, Schumacher, another win, click. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> rival for Schumacher is um, his teammate. Literally. <laughs> um, Red Bull already got an unbeaten R9, RB19 uh, last year. Now they further upgraded their car with some really notable changes uh, to the vehicle. Uh, I don't know if these changes will help keep their rivals at bay in, in the new season, but if Red Bull made evolutions to a, an already extremely successful car, there must be aspects in which the constructor think they can further improve. Honestly, if each car raced with three wheels, I think they would still dominate. <laughs> so whatever changes <laughs> they've made, and if they do improve them even slightly, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, would yeah, be, Even uh... if they race with three wheels against other teams that yeah. have four wheels, they'll still win. No, that's what I'm saying. I really think <laughs> it, would, it would take some sort of cataclysmic disaster that would stop Verstappen and Red Bull. I literally don't see anything else getting in their way. Yeah, and the three wheels, it will further reduce their time um, of changing <laughs> tires. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think this is the most devastating thing to think about for other teams. Um, Red Bull continue um, upgrading their car. Um, I mean, two years back, the story on the track was still the rivalry between Mercedes and Red Bull. Yeah. Um, they seemed on the same level, this leap of it's Red huge. Bull, um, not only from the car performance, but um, the growth of Verstappen mm. was so quickly, uh, like it happened overnight, and yeah. there's no time for other teams to react. Going into the season, though, there has been, I mean, slight controversy off the track. You know, Christian Horner's being investigated, and there's been a couple of incidents that may be a distraction going into the new season. Before I get your answers for you, do you um, Yang Guang, do you think that sideshow will have any effect on Red Bull or Verstappen at all? I think before the season even started, yeah, uh, those affairs could affect the mood inside the team. But mm. uh, once Verstappen is in the car, everything they would put behind them. I think, I think so too. I also think just because they've been there and done that, and they've also, you know, they've, they've dealt with the second season, you know, uh, concerns about can they replicate what they've done in the past. Red Bull and Verstappen have shown that they can maintain dominance. And they've obviously developed a formula that works for them. So I think whatever is going on outside of the track, I think once they get back on the track, mm -hmm. all of that will kind of disappear. 
for you? Do you think there's going to be any competition for Verstappen and Red Bull's dominance this season? Right now, I really don't see anyone stopping them. The... We might as well end the pod now then. Verstappen <laughs> and Red Bull are going to win. Cheers. <laughs> Yang Guang's just made some very solid points. And um, the RB20 seemed to have delivered all the answers that the team was looking for during preseason. I mean, it, it was um, very aggressive in terms of the design for the side pod or the lack of it, depending on how you see it. And I remember the last time someone uh, revolutionized the design of this part of the car was Mercedes in 2022. And that didn't help them much. No. But it's, it's Red Bull we're, we're talking about here. And uh, like uh, when you compared, when you said that even if they race on three wheels, they'll still be the fastest. In a um, go-kart, like, yeah. yeah. I think um, they're still dominant. Another interesting comment that I read is that even if everything goes wrong for Red Bull, they can... I mean, with still the, win. they can always go back to the car that they used last yeah, season. And still I think Verstappen could literally win races in reverse. It makes me think of one of my favorite movies <laughs> ever, um, uh, Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, where there was one race where he literally won the race in reverse. And I can literally see Verstappen doing the same thing, maybe at the end of the season when he's won by like 200 points or whatever, and he just wants to create a bit of a social media storm. Mm, he's going to race backwards. Too far. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. I think fans would also love that. We'll see. We'll have to create some sort of excitement this season. Yeah, we'll love it, but race organizers <laughs> probably won't. Not so much, yeah. But well, I mean, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I think now all the teams should focus on this competition against Verstappen and Red Bull. Being just focus on being the best of the rest, basically. <laughs> yeah. I know all the teams put priority on their own results and fighting for their own positions, but I do think they should start to have a consensus here that every team should try to stop Red Bull now, not just mm. the Ferrari or M McLaren. But do you think that mentality, I mean, we've seen it from Ferrari in the past where when Red Bull were just being so consistent and dominating, we saw like Charles Leclerc and Ferrari taking chances and making mistakes. And I don't think that was necessarily because they wanted to be the best versions of themselves. They wanted to beat Red Bull and mm -hmm. they couldn't find a way to do it. So do you think that the mentality of trying to top Red Bull and Verstappen instead of just being the best that they can be might have a harmful impact, particularly on constructors that should be realistically competing? Well, I think um, the dynamics is really um, difficult to evaluate. Uh, I, I do think now more teams should join Ferrari and the Mercedes to, to try to stop um, Verstappen. I don't know if it's a controversial thing to do or not, or mm. it's against the rules. Or But how realistic is it too? Because I'm also trying to be better at football than Cristiano Ronaldo, but um, I don't think I'm going to get there. <laughs> so <laughs> you can try, but um, I mean, look, that's a very, you know, that's quite a far-fetched comparison. I, I think Yang Guang meant for all the other constructors, teams to form yeah, an yeah. alliance against Red Bull. <laughs> but is that possible? I mean, I, honestly, even if they did that, if like all every single other team and every single other driver said, let's get together and do absolutely everything we can to top Red Bull, I, I, still, mean, I still don't think it will affect Red Bull. I mean, in the old time of the NBA, every team saw it an obligation of them um, to beat LA. And, <laughs> and in the German Bundesliga, not a single team would let Bayern take easy points uh, without a fight. Yeah, I'm uh, picturing scenarios like even for slow cars, um, mm. I mean, those back markers, mm -hmm. don't let Verstappen out overtake you that easily. Because mm -hmm. now it's like those lapped races 
with the wave of Verstappen through. Literally, uh, this yeah. way, please, Mr. Verstappen. <laughs> there you go, sir. <laughs> yeah. On your way to another title. But, but they have to do that if they're being lapped. Uh, yeah, but not that easily to surrender. I mean, um, of course, every team has its own target to meet and instructions right. accordingly. But uh, I mean, that could be it, part of the problem, though, because every team, including the teams at the back, have their own goals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, some of those teams that are finishing in, you know, 19th or whatever, they, they may have certain goals that won't be trying to stop Red Bull and Verstappen. So trying to convince them to help the likes of, you know, uh, other constructors that are competing with Red Bull might be quite challenging. Yeah, um, but I still think um, it's a still motor racing. Um, yeah. You need to race against, against each other. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying blocking a car yeah. on purpose, um, mm-hmm. but a wheel-to-wheel fight is necessary. Yes. And what fans would like to see. Look, I don't see too much drama in the future. I mean, there haven't been that many regulation changes this season. I think we're just going to see a repeat of uh, the 2023 season, honestly. But, you know, since then, a lot's happened. Of course, uh, Lewis Hamilton is moving from Mercedes to Ferrari in 2025. Hamilton, in particular, still has a lot to give the sport. Um, And I still think he harbors ambitions of, you know, reaching certain records Mm, and winning one more. Exactly, exactly. So do you think that that move will have any impact on Hamilton and Mercedes or or maybe Charles Leclerc and uh, Carlos Sainz at Ferrari? Um, Or do you think it might have an effect on George Russell, Yangguang? Um, it's a very interesting situation out there. And Hamilton mm. and the Carlos Sainz um, compete this season knowing they will depart from their teams next next season. I think Mercedes won't give priority to Hamilton really? anymore this season. Um, George mm. Russell, I think, is no doubt the number one driver of the team. Wow. I wouldn't have thought so. But um, just because of the, the success that Hamilton has brought Mercedes in the past... But I guess Mercedes will be looking to the future now. Yeah, um, George Russell is, of course, the long-term plan. Mm. And uh, I think Mercedes will respect Hamilton's achievements in the past few years. But um, They're better. Yeah. <laughs> he, brought <them> so, <laughs> he brought them so much success. But, I mean, it's business. They need to move on. Truth. Um, and just to think about it, in the middle of the season or in the latter half, latter half of the year, when Mercedes have technical meetings... Will Hamilton be invited? Mm, because um, he because, might take some information over to Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. will definitely be discussions about the car uh, or the race strategies that will shape Mercedes' 2025 season. They should get him to sign a non-disclosure agreement mm. if he wants to be included in those meetings. Even if he doesn't share the information with Ferrari, he will know the information. So he could still make alterations to his tactics and his plans internally. Yeah, I believe Hamilton already knows a lot. I'm sure he, <laughs> he probably knows plenty for yeah. pro- probably for Mercedes's plans for like the next ten years. Yeah, even more than the director of Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> um, Hamilton and Mercedes, of course, would like to end this relationship nicely this season. But um, chances are there will be a lot of holding back from both sides, mm. especially towards the end of the season. I think. Mm, but maybe mm. that could create some space uh, for George Russell to go out and show what he can do. Yeah. For you, what impact do you think that this, you know, groundbreaking news will have on, you know, Hamilton and Mercedes and um, Ferrari's drivers as well? Do you think it will be negative or positive for either party? Yeah, uh, this move is like a bomb to Formula <laughs> One. Uh, Hamilton actually 
kept it secret from everyone, including his parents. He reportedly only told his parents on the day that the news was announced. Wow. Wow. So yeah,、uh, and I'm glad just now Yang Guang talked about how it will affect Mercedes because I'll be talking more about Ferrari. Actually, I. Um, That's the I, future. I, Go for it. I love that. Focus on Ferrari. Yeah, actually, I don't think it'll change too many things at Mercedes, but I'm not sure about Ferrari because,、mm-hmm. um, first of all, I don't think this announcement was fair to Carlos Sainz.、Uh, the time that、Couldn't、they agree did, more. yeah, the time that they made this announcement, and the、uh, be- because. Carlos Sainz can be rather rebellious at some time. So if the、uh, the team needs to rely on Sainz at some point、mm. during the season, they may not find their strategies、uh, will work work out so well. Yeah, and, and they will need him because to have any chance of competing with Red Bull, I think、uh, Charles Leclerc needs all the help he can get. Yeah, and yeah. also、uh, I'd like to refer to this open rivalry at Ferrari.、Uh, actually, sometimes I find that Carlos Sainz is better at handling. Pressure than his teammate.、Mm. There、um, seems to be a more equal competition between those two rivals and between those two rivals as compared to, for example, Red Bull, where there's a definite set hierarchy.、Mm. <laughs> yeah,、uh, a lot of people, at least here in China, argue that from the way that the team、uh, balance their resources or、uh, their strategies, actually, Carlos Sainz is the number one driver、mm. at Ferrari. I don't know if. If that's true, or if that's a consensus within the team, but、um, Charles Leclerc, he's at least right now, he doesn't seem like world champion material to、mm. me. It's not guaranteed at Ferrari who the top dog is right now, and even next year when Hamilton arrives, I don't think it'll be known who yeah, who's the top be, dog、uh, either. It's going to be a fight. Even more interesting topic、yeah. to discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is this is another thing for me as well is that I think it will definitely. Negatively impact Ferrari and particularly Carlos Sainz for now, but depending on Charles Leclerc's mentality, I think it could actually positively impact him because I think this season he will want to show I'm the top dog here. Yeah. So I think we might see improved performances from Charles Leclerc this season. I don't think I don't think he can handle that pressure. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, th- he needs to learn to because if he's going to be the top dog for. For Ferrari and want to have any chance of competing with Verstappen and Red Bull, and he's got this world record-breaking, you know, one of the goats of Formula One driving the、uh, joining the team. He has to step up to the plate at some point.、Mm, a lot of pressure there. A lot of pressure、mm. there, and you don't think he can handle it? No,、um, from his past performances, like in was it in twenty twenty three at the French、mm. Grand Prix, he just made the,、uh, what I would call an unforced error. Yeah, Hamilton's arrival at Ferrari, I think it will most definitely disrupt things for Charles Leclerc. But even before Hamilton arrives, because I'm talking、mm. about now, before Hamilton arrives, because I, I think because that. The fact that Leclerc knows he's coming, maybe that will be a wake-up call for him. Wake-up call for both him and Science. And Science will. No, I think for Science it'll just be like, well, I'm done now. I, I, th- yeah, he- I think Science will will think, okay,、um, I will prove. Now Ferrari made the. Big mistake. Well, you have、oh. to hope that he's that professional. Because if it was me, I'd be like, "Well, I'm done with Ferrari. I'm just going to be the worst ever this season." Well, on, on record, Hamilton said he's cool with.、Uh, yeah, on、uh, record, I mean, just so, to be clear. Sorry, I mean, I mean, science. On record, he said that he's cool with Hamilton's arrival, and he has no <laughs> <Liar> . feelings. <laughs> yes, but straight up liar. But what I'm going to say is that it's a long season ahead, and a lot of things can happen both on and off the track. You will never know、uh, what. 
Hamilton or Sainz will do. And Sainz really has to step up this season. Uh, also, because he has to look to the future, and、mm. he said that there are already some good options for him, so he has to prove to those potential employers、like、that he's g- up for the job. <laughs> But even if、uh, Science fails to find another place with another team in Formula One, he I think he can always try other racing, like、mm. join the Rally Championship or Dakar,、mm. or like like his like his father. Yeah.、Mm. But you know, well, speaking of you know drivers looking for teams and places、uh, that are under scrutiny, Joe Guanyu has a very big year ahead of him in 2024. Of course,、uh, this will be his third season now in Formula、mm. One.、Uh, in his first two seasons, he finished 18th、um, and also dealt with some very traumatic incidents, which I, I don't need to rehash. But yeah, I think anybody that is able to bounce back from that at his age is、uh, pretty remarkable, considering also his lack of experience in Formula One. A lot of pressure on him this season. hasn't renewed his contract with Salva yet.、Uh, Kick Salva, as they're now known,、um, of course. And like like I've said, the Shanghai Grand Prix is back, so there's going to be huge expectation from the Chinese fans as well. Yang Guang, do you think that we might see a break out from Zhou Guanyu this season, or do you think we might see a breakdown? I kind of believe it has to be the breakout season for Zhou Guanyu.、Mm. Uh, otherwise, three years of relatively mediocre. Results would let management hesitate on Joe's future with the team.、Mm. Um, I mean, it's time to, for him to truly win his seats、mm. rather than you know win the seats based on the market behind him. Particularly with the soon to be availability of a lot of experienced, yeah, very yeah, talented、exactly. drivers. I mean, more than half this year's grid, thirteen drivers currently don't yet have confirmed contracts. Uh, for next season,、Scary. Joe faces fierce competition, and his performance on the circuit this year matters on his 2025 seat.、Um, Joe said in an earlier interview that、um, his new season will be more about driving the full potential of the new car instead of earning as many points as possible. But I think it's it's a right time, a right,、uh, right mentality for Joe、uh, to say that because last year and in 2022, I felt Joe was too holding e- back. Um, I, I mean, too eager to prove himself, to pay、mm. attention to his car status during the race. So there were lots of reliab- reliability issues.、Mm. Um, Alpha Romeo, now、um, known as、um, Kicksalba,、mm. uh, last the season, which cost Joe some points. He had been so close to win. So I think it's the right approach、um, by Joe to learn how to ride a horse in,、um, before. Um, you know, to learn how to win a horse race.、Mm, mm, absolutely, and you have to hope that some of the lessons learnt by the team last season will be、um, will see them improve this season. So I think that will also be something very interesting to see for you. Do you think that? Look, I think this is actually beyond his first season. I think this is going to be his biggest test, and I think there's he's going to be facing the most scrutiny, the most pressure. Do you think that he can handle that and succeed under all of that scrutiny? Mm, I tend to agree with Yang Guang there.、Um, I don't think this season there will be a major breakthrough in in terms of Zhou Guanyu's standings on the drivers' rankings at yeah, the yeah. end of the season. But he,、uh, I think we'll generally see some improvement in his performance throughout the races. Will、um, that be enough though to actually guarantee him a seat? Because even if he is consistent, and let's say he gains. Two places. Will that be enough for him to secure his spot? I'm not so sure.、Mm, no, that might not be good enough in today's Formula、yeah. One, where everything's so competitive, and even the old guys 
um, Fernando Alonso. I'm going to mention him. <laughs> the grandpa's out there. <laughs> At the ripe old age of what, like 35, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zhou Guanyu is like a baby to them. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, also this year, the Chinese Grand Prix is the race we've all been waiting for. Yes. Um, th this year, it's so special. The return of uh, Shanghai to the Formula One calendar and the first time for... Um, also, the circuit to welcome home a local favorite. Mm. With so, that, with yeah. that in mind as well, it, I know it does put a lot of pressure on Zhou Guanyu, but it also could be quite good timing because if they are considering him and they're not too sure about his performances in terms of the marketability mm. side of things, mm. that probably increases his chances yeah, of, of maybe be... not maybe, maybe not staying with Kick Salba, but with being with a Formula One team. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It, I think <laughs> this is perfect timing. Like I said, it does create a lot of pressure for him. But at the same time, just in terms of marketability away from the actual results, it's probably very good timing for him. Yeah, and the tickets for, the, um, for that race sold out in five minutes. So that, that I think more teams will... Give um, have a second thoughts on Zhou Guanyu. Absolutely. Yeah, and <laughs> if Zhou Guanyu uh, has a moment sometime during the race in Shanghai, it'll be really helpful in terms of his future within the sport. And he said himself that he needs to fine tune his performance so he can put on the best form uh, of in front of his home crowd. Yeah. Not exactly his words, but just <laughs> what what he what he meant. Uh, so I think it'll be also be very extra motivation for him. Yeah, yeah. I think last season uh, for one particular race, Zhou Guanyu overtook Verstappen. Uh, there were a lot of um, comments from Chinese fans. If that happens mm. this Just year, a moment. Yeah. yeah. That could be very impactful. In Shanghai, it would be crazy. Yeah, but that being said, if he is looking to create a moment in Shanghai, let's hope it's a positive moment because we've also found in the past when drivers really go all out there, mm. mistakes can happen. But we will be wishing him the very best. Hopefully he can create some magic um, in front of his home crowd. Um, and speaking of magic, Yang Guang, are we going to see any surprises this season? Um, I hope... The surprise is Sauber. I would love to see Zhou Guanyu's rise and um, him standing on the podium for one or two races. Uh, but more realistically speaking, I would say Ferrari might be a surprise. I mean, they've got a solid car. Uh, mm. I expect Charles Leclerc to be more consistent this year, maybe. Mm. In and the more early, focused. I mean, in the early stages of last season, he caused some really big troubles for Verstappen, um, giving mm. him a more reliable car. I think he can trigger some upsets for Verstappen in more races, yeah. maybe and this year. And they were the only team that managed to beat Red Bull mm. last season mm. in Singapore. And I've yeah. seen a couple of interviews with Charles Leclerc ahead of the season, and he seems very confident and calm. Um, so I think he, he's approaching the season with the right mentality as well. And they are very humble. I mean, yep. after after the testing, Ferrari, even though Ferrari got the the fastest lap time in day two and day three, they still think the dynamic is okay for um, Red Bull and Verstappen will dominate. Because <laughs> they've they've seen what's happened in the past. <laughs> they know what to expect. For you, any surprises this season? Uh, yeah, like uh, I said, Fernando Alonso with his Aston Martin. Uh, is he one of the grandpas? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he is just a legend. Look at what he uh, pulled off since his return to Formula yeah, 1. Yeah, good point. Yeah, making it uh, repeatedly to the podiums and consistently scoring points. That's something even Michael Schumacher failed to do after he returned, returned yeah. Yeah, with Mercedes. So, yeah, I really hope 
not only making it onto the podium, I hope Fernando Alonso will win the race this mm. season. It's mm. a bold statement. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see that, honestly, <laughs> representing the grandpas out there. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, besides Ferrari, I think we might see one or two surprises from uh, Mercedes, maybe McLaren. I think Daniel Ricciardo might also deliver yeah. one or two surprises, I think. And I agree mm. with you. I think Fernando Alonso brings that consistency and that experience. And um, I think he could be a surprise package consistently throughout the season. Mm. So that should be very yeah, interesting. You expect uh, Ricardo to do well, but some yeah. drivers may not. It, because if he gets onto the podium, they'll, the re- the rest of the podium finishers will get a shoey and they don't want right. that. <laughs> <laughs> very good point. Very good point. But I think we have to, you know, besides... Verstappen and Red Bull's dominance and hopefully some great performances from Joe Guan Yu, particularly at the Shanghai Grand Prix. You know, those are probably the two standouts that we'll be looking at, but hopefully there is a lot more excitement to come in this season's Formula One. But that is all we have time for on this week's episode of Sideline Story. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, we will be back next week with our latest topic and we'll see you then. 